Welcome to our community. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Don Butera. Good morning, good morning. It is Easter morning. There is nothing better. If there was any day that a Christian can get excited, it's about Resurrection Sunday. This is what all of history is all about. Even our clocks are set to this day. And we are so gloriously grateful for what God has done. Before I begin, I just want us to lift up our eyes and, 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 and set our hearts upon our Lord and Savior who was, who is, and who will be. The one, hallelujah, who overcame the grave. Let's begin by praying. I would ask in your homes, just bow your heads and begin to allow the Holy Spirit to speak to your heart. Lord Jesus, Jesus, we thank you so much for what you have done. Father, we're thankful, Lord God, that you sent your Son, that Lord God, hallelujah, through Jesus we have victory over sin and death and Lord God, over the grave. Thank you, Lord, that you showed us the way, that, Lord God, you paved the way, that you are the way, Lord God. And so, Lord God, today, we celebrate your goodness. We, Lord God, we enjoy who you are, and we thank you that you are close to us. Lord, you are even in us. Now, Holy Spirit, I pray that you reveal to us this morning how great your power is. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I want to read a scripture verse for you. This is uh, about when, uh, when Mary was going to the tomb. And uh, yeah, you'll, if you have read any scripture, you'll know this one. If not, you'll enjoy it. It says, early on Sunday morning, as the, day, as the new day was dawning, Mary Magdalene and, and the other Mary went to visit the tomb. And suddenly... Suddenly there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord had come down from heaven, rolled aside the throne, and sat on it. His face shone like lightning, and his clothes were as white as snow. You know, that's so funny, even as I read that, we see how glorious this angel is. Let me tell you, the glory of the Most High God makes this angel look like a candle in the middle of the sun. God's glory is so amazing. So I just don't want you to put your eyes upon the angel. I want you to put your eyes upon the Lord this morning. Where was I? I'm all excited this morning. It says, and his clothing were as white as snow. The guards shook with fear when they saw him and they fell down into a dead faint or they just fell back and just fainted. Hallelujah. And almost as they were dead, it says. Then the angel spoke to the women, don't be afraid. I know you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He isn't here. He is risen from the dead just as he said it would happen. Come and see where his body was laying. And, and now go quickly and tell the disciples that he has risen from the dead. That's out of Matthew chapter 28, verses 1 through 7. And this is the moment at which death was swallowed up into victory. Now, 
You know me, if you've watched anything I send on Wednesday mornings, uh, I always do like laughter time. Uh, I like to tell jokes, and this sounds like a joke, but it's not, okay? It says, uh, I got a question for you. What does a car, a computer, a handphone, and a human body have in common? Okay, I want you to think about that. Think about that. What does a computer, a handphone, uh, a car, and a human body have in common? If you listen to me on Wednesday, you'll get the answer. No, I'm kidding. So what do they have in common? There's one um, thing that is necessary for all of them, and that is this. Without power, they cannot function. Without a battery in a handphone, handphone's worthless. Without a connection cord or power in that computer, no way it will work. Without life in the body, without gas in the car, the car will never go. Without life in the body, there is no way this body can function. We need power. And this morning, I can't help but think about the power of the resurrection and what it has done for you and me in our lives. And that's why I'm so excited this morning, because it's all about the power, the wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. This uh, verse came to mind. It's out of Ephesians chapter 1. It says this, I also pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power. He's actually praying that you'll have a revelation, that you will come to understand this great power, as it says, for us who believe. I hope you believe today. I hope you're putting your trust and your faith in Jesus, because when you do, there is an incredible power that you have access to that comes into your very being. It says, this same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead and seated him in places of honor at God's right hand in the heavenly realms, this power dwells in you. Woo! This power dwells in you. And now he is far above every ruler and authority and power or leader or anything else, not only in this world, but in the world to come. In Ephesians chapter 2, it says that we are seated with Christ. When we are in Christ, we are seated with Christ. And it says when Christ appears, we will be like him. And so we have this power in us, the same power that raised Christ Jesus from the dead. Hallelujah. It dwells in you. It dwells. Take a second and just start tapping in to that communion you have with Jesus Christ because you believe. Because as you tap into that, I believe hope will arise. Hope will arise inside your heart. You will begin to hear the voice of God. And trust me, when you hear the voice of God, hope begins to build inside your heart. Faith begins to build inside your heart. Joy begins to flow inside your heart. You know, I have a friend of mine uh, years ago. He was one of my best friends. He was one of my golfing partners. He, he, uh, he died a few years ago. And I remember visiting him uh, when he was like kind of in the stages, the last stages of his life. I have never seen a man more at peace. 
I came in, I began to cry when I saw him. And he looked at me, he goes, why are you crying? He says, I have this hope in earthen vessels. And hallelujah, there now stands a crown waiting for me, he said. I know that I, my, my redeemer lives and I will live with him. Woo! You have this hope and this power within you. And I want to share this morning five things that I see in this passage that, that happened to Mary, uh, Mary Magdalene and Mary. The five things I see in this passage that the resurrection power affects. The first one is it says, it says what? It says suddenly, this was when Jesus, hallelujah, was being raised from the dead, that power, that wonder-working power was so mighty that it shook the ground. It caused an earthquake. And it says suddenly there was an earthquake and the stone was rolled away. The mighty power, the mighty resurrection power that dwells in you affects the earthly things. We can know this. We can know that, hallelujah, the greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world, and that this wonder-working power that is within us can affect the world. That's why his power has physical uh, effects upon this world. Maybe you're in trouble right now. Maybe you're struggling right now. Maybe you have decided after a long time to start, well, going to church online. Maybe you said, well, today I need something. And if that's you, right now I can tell you that God's power will affect your situation. It will change your situation. It will begin to rock the world. That's why he says, with just a simple mustard seed of faith, you can move mountains. That's why it says the power of the blood of Jesus restores your body. That's why in, in Romans it says the word of God will heal your body. You know, one time I had blown my knee out really bad. Uh, I was on crutches and I was simply sitting reading the Bible. And it says in, the, in, in Romans it says the word of God gives life to your mortal bodies. And when, when that happened, all of a sudden, like, I just realized, wow, God's power can affect my body. And when I, when, I, when I said that to myself, all of a sudden, my knee just, like, popped. And I was like, what the heck was that? And I just began to move my legs, and I stood up, and I began to walk around, and I was completely healed. And I began, actually, that night, I actually played a, a, a sports game, and I ran around all over the place. I was fine. There was nothing wrong with me. God's wonder-working power can affect your life, can affect the physical things that are happening in your life. Now, I want you to re remember, realize that all around the world, not just what, who's watching right now, but we're talking about hundreds of thousands, millions of people are watching and spending time listening and thinking about God right now. I want you to listen to this verse. It says, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and turn from their evil ways, God says, I will hear their prayers and heal their land. I'm just hoping, I'm praying that everyone in the world, I'm hoping every preacher... Every person that's given a message today on Easter Sunday morning is telling everyone to humble themselves and pray because God will heal.
this problem. You know, masks are good. We're supposed to wear masks. But hallelujah, the healing power, resurrection power of God will do a lot more than masks. It will take care of the situation. Let's all begin to pray, humble ourselves, and turn to God and watch what God will do in our lives. The second thing that this resurrection power does is it brings all of heaven onto our side. There was a bunch of guards that day, and they were surrounding the, the, uh, the cave, or the, the grave of Jesus. They were surrounding it. There was a rock in front of it. They were doing everything they can because the Bible says that the guards were there because they were afraid that someone would come and steal the body and then say that Jesus uh, was, was, like, was rose from the dead because he predicted it. What happened with the resurrection power? All of heaven came. Actually, all of heaven didn't even come. One angel came. One. And that one angel in his glory simply didn't even say anything. The guards looked and boom, gone. Fell down, rolled the stone away, and Jesus came. When you receive Jesus, when you realize that Jesus is the one who will live in you, who will reign in you, who will, who will give, get you through anything, when you let him into your heart, all of heaven becomes your army. It becomes part of your army. It says that God will give angels charge over you. So you can know that you can know that when you come to Jesus, God's saying, okay, angels, time to surround. When my, uh, when my granddaughter was uh, being uh, medevaced from Bali to Singapore, I wasn't on the plane that night. Uh, it was a very difficult time. And my wife went and my daughter, who, you know, her, it was her daughter, uh, went and, 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 her, and her husband. And um, my daughter said to me, she said, Dad, it was, it, was, it was so intense. I mean, it was so intense. And she said, Dad, that was the most peaceful plane ride I've ever flew on. I said, why? She said, because the incubator was there, and Nina was inside the incubator, and she said, I could see angels all around the incubator. All of heaven, all of heaven comes on your side when you allow the the power of God, the resurrection power to come in you. The Bible says that the gates of hell cannot prevail against us. Well, the gates of hell could prevail against me as a person, but not when the wonder-working resurrecting power is in me. Cannot. It cannot overcome. The third thing that the resurrection power brings is it brings us from death to life. I love this verse in Luke chapter 24, verse 5. The same story. It talks about how Mary came to the grave and the angel was there. And the angel says to Mary, Mary, why are you looking for the living among the dead? See, Mary was looking in graves to find what was already alive. And that's, I think, sometimes what we do in our lives. We begin to look at dead things. We begin to try to search in dead things to solve our problems. And that's, you know, that's what a lot of times we're doing. We're looking 
to try to get solutions from things that can't bring life, like money and, 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 and comforts of this life. And, and that's why when they all get taken away, like they have been recently, what do you have? But Jesus said, I am in the living. You need to look for things in the living to bring life, and that is Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior. I, I love this about God. He said this. He says this in Ephesians chapter 2. He says, he gave us life when he raised Christ Jesus from the dead. Hallelujah. He gave us life, for he raised us up from the dead among, along with Christ, and he seated us in heavenly places because we are united with Christ. You know, I'm reminded of, of uh, Thomas. And Thomas, he didn't go to the grave that day. And they were all together, and they were, this was after, this was a few days after, and they were hiding because uh, the chief priests and people were looking for uh, the disciples because Jesus was gone. And they were looking probably to kill them. And so they were hiding. And Jesus comes into the room they were, they were at. And, and Thomas had said, hey, I won't believe until I see his hands, until I put my hand uh, into his side. And Jesus comes in and says, go ahead, check it out. He puts his hands out and he lets Thomas feel that. And then all of a sudden Thomas says, my Lord, my Lord, you are the one. You are my Lord. And, God said, and Jesus says, now you believe. And now that you believe, he says, now, and then, now you have life. You need to believe in order to understand. It's, it's receive and believe, and then you will actually see what God will do with, with you, with his wonder-working power. Dear friends, it says in 1 John chapter 3, uh, verse 2, it says, Dear friends, now we are the children of God, and what, listen to this, what we will be has not yet been made known. But we know that when Christ appears, we shall be like him. We know what will happen. We know that when Jesus is in us, we will appear before God our Father, and hallelujah, he will say, come on in, my child. You are part of my family. So what can this world do to us? Nothing cannot harm us. These present sufferings are nothing compared to the glory that we have in our future. Amen? Number, oh, yeah, number four. The, the resurrection power will help you to see. It will help you to see things. It says here, it says, uh, the angel says, come and see. Come and look where Jesus is. Come and look where he was, where he used to be lying. See, God wants you to come and see. That's why he says things like, taste and see that the Lord is good. Come to me, all you who are heavy laden, and I will give rest. He wants you to see. He will help you to see. But every time, almost every one of these uh, uh, encouragements, the first word is come. Would you come to Jesus Stop running after other things. Come 
to Jesus. And when you come, you will see. When you come, you will taste. When you come, you will get rest. This is what Jesus promises. And I have experienced it myself, and I know many of you have. Go and tell someone. I'm getting ahead of myself. I won't go there yet. The same Spirit that raised Christ Jesus from the dead dwells in you when you come to him. Now, when the Spirit comes, it says in John chapter 16, 3, it says, when the Spirit comes, he will reveal the truth about God and he will lead you into all truth. I believe some of you are out there today searching around, like I said earlier, searching into things that that won't bring life. But when the Spirit of God comes, He will bring you into all truth. You'll begin to realize what actually brings life into, what meaning into your life. Life eternal. You will see it if you come to the Lord Jesus Christ. It's funny. If you know the story, there was Elijah and his his, uh, servant and they were in a tent, and they woke up one morning, and the servant comes out, and he's surrounded by all the enemy. And he runs into Elijah. He says, oh, no, we're going to die. And Elijah said, what are you talking about? He says, you need to see. And so he prays for him. And then he looks up, and what does he see? He sees chariots of fire all around him. You know that song? It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. There is angels surrounding you. What you need to do is begin to look the way with God's eyes. You need to be looking through eyes of the Spirit. You know, I, I have to admit, all right, let me, let, me, let me be honest with you. You know, it's kind of like this. Have you ever walked into a dark room? Like, you ever go like from like outside into a, into a dark room? When you, when you first walk in, when you first walk in, all you see is darkness. You just see darkness. And, 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 and I, someone taught me this. What you want to do is you just want to close your eyes for a minute and let your eyes adjust to the darkness. And once your eyes adjust to the darkness, you open your eyes and you begin to see a lot more than you saw before. I know when all of a sudden... These things have happened in this world, these, this crazy stuff that, that all of a sudden just came into this world and, and now has turned our world upside down. At first, all we saw was devastation. But I can be honest with you, now over the last month, last six weeks, how long has this been going on? I don't know. But all I'm saying is I'm starting to see more hope I'm starting to see more reasons how we can bless, how we can help, how the very thing that the, that the evil one meant for evil, God will turn it around and turn ble- evil into blessings. Trust me, he will. But you need to see it. So ask the Holy Spirit to begin to show you all the things. Some of you out there have been working really hard. You haven't been home at all. And now... You're sitting with your wife for many hours a day. You asked for it earlier. You said, boy, I wish I could spend more time with my kids. Guess what? They're right there, right now. See, these are things that you begin to see if you begin to look 
with eyes of the Spirit, if you begin to let the resurrection power change the way you see things, and then you will begin to see things the way God sees them. So God wants us to uh, let that wonder-working power come and see. And finally, number five, number five. I love what, he, what, what happens here. After Mary, and Mary Magdalene and Mary see the empty grave, what happens? They get so excited that what do they do? They go and tell their friends. They go and tell their friends. The resurrection power that God has put in you, as it, has, as it says in Acts chapter 1, it says, this same power will come into you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the world. God wants us to let this power so come in us, so build us with faith and strength that we turn around and we begin to tell our friends, our neighbors, and our loved ones about Jesus Christ. And if, and if we can't do that, on a day like today where we see death overcoming, uh, I mean life overcoming death. When we, don't see, when we see Jesus now showing us that there is life after death. That is the time that we should be telling people. If we can't tell them now, then when? When will we begin to tell them? When will we begin to show the wonder working power? The darker the world gets, the brighter we can get through that power. So today, I want you to have hope in your heart because you know that the resurrection power of Jesus Christ dwells in you. I want us to just take a moment to pray and to let the Spirit of God touch us in these areas. Lord, Lord, for anyone who's sick out there, Lord, for anyone who needs something to happen in the physical. Lord, just like the earthquakes that you brought, hallelujah, when you raised Jesus from the dead, just like that, I pray you begin to move the physical things in their lives. You begin to change and shake up those things and bring blessings and change into that physical area, whether it's in their body Oh, Lord God, in their finances, in, in, uh, in their homes, in their relationships, Lord God, I pray right now that your wonder-working power will come into them and change their world. Lord God, we ask, Lord God, we thank you that right now you give angels charge over us. Father, I know that, Lord God, in all the rooms and in the homes of those that believe, Lord God, I believe there's angels there. Lord God, hallelujah, you put angels charge over them. Lord God, I pray that people would know that you are covering them and protecting them, Lord God. Father, I know, Lord God, that right now people need to see the truth. Lord, I pray that they would see that the things that they're looking for in dead places, Lord God, they are not going to bring satisfaction. I pray they begin to look towards you and they would see that you give life, hope, joy and peace father i pray now that as you you touch them right now as lord god they sense your presence lord they would be so filled with joy that they would go and tell someone 
about the good news that Jesus Christ is raised from the dead. I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. I want you to have a wonderful Easter. I want you to have a joy today. I want you to celebrate his goodness. This is a good day. This is the holiest day of the year. God bless you. Have a great day.